So that's like double Nigeria and from New Orleans. Yes. Jesus Christ, your house should be full of shrunken heads and shit. <laughs> What's up, good people? Welcome back to another episode of Public Property with me, your host, Monroe Martin. Today is a great episode. I got writer, actor, stand-up comedian. This dude has written TV shows and video games. How do you do that? This dude's a jack of all trades, all right? And if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Ify Wadawi, baby. Yeah, I know how to say African last names. I went to Africa one time. I mastered it in 10 days, all right? But before we get into this episode, you know what I need you to do. I need you to like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, send us questions if you have them. Send it over to rowispublicproperty at gmail.com or monroemartincomedy at gmail.com. Make sure you join that Patreon. That's where you're going to get exclusive content that I'm not putting anywhere else. All right? But if you can't join the Patreon, then make sure that you, you buy some merch. We got T-shirts. We got hoodies. We got cups. We got stickers. We got whatever you need. All right? <laughs> What up, if Yo. thank you for joining me, man? Yeah, no, of course. Thanks for having me. It was a good time. I was always down to clown. Thank you, man. Uh, what, is there any significant um, reason we're playing Apex? Uh, well, or you just yeah, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a way for me to like weasel in the fact that I worked on it as well. So like, this was mm-hmm. a video game that I worked on. Um, and, and so I thought, you know, it'd be a fun game to play with you. See if it see if it sticks. You know, uh, I mean, how many battle royale games have you played? Have you played Fortnite, Warzone, Blackout? I, I played Fortnite. I stink at Fortnite. <laughs> I stink at uh, Warzone and Blackout. All the shooting games. I just feel like that shit moved too fast. Oh, okay, okay. Like it's a, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my. My eyes don't move as fast as I'm supposed to be shooting. Well, that's why, you know, with esports, they age out at like 18 because our hand-eye coordination yeah. ain't the same, you know? Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, it's this This is probably one of the faster moving ones. So this is going to be... <laughs> <laughs> God on. damn. Yeah. But it'll hit you look. Yeah. Where are you from, man? Oh, man. Uh, L.A. So uh, I grew up in L.A. I was in... Compton, mm-hmm. California for a hot sec. Uh, I mean, that's where I grew up. Um, till about high yeah. school, uh, went to Downey High. And then like 10th grade, they found out we still lived in Compton. So we had to move to Downey. Mm-hmm. And I was in there for a bit till I moved with my mom in Long Beach by senior year. So I was in Downey for one year. But my Downey homies always troll me uh, for the longest because whenever yeah. I would be like, I'm from Compton, they're like, nah, you from Downey. I'm like, right, don't, don't look. Gonna have to start <laughs> real active on y'all. But uh jokes aside, <laughs> you know, it is like, you know, dope just kind of growing up out here and just kind of being close to the industry that we're both in right now, you know? So you mentioned this and maybe I heard it wrong. Wait, you didn't live with your mom so, at first? Uh yeah. So my uh my dad and mom divorced when I was like in kindergarten. And so I was living with my mom for a second. Then she had to go back and take care of my grandpa when he got sick. And then I was with my dad okay. pretty much from that point. 
So then me and my dad, you know, my dad's Nigerian, type A person. I am a type B person with ADHD. Obviously, we were running into issues. So eventually we had to, you know, dip skis and, uh, you know, figure it it out. What type of, like, did you have like a superstitious family? Like, is there any like superstitions that your family still believes in uh, to this day? Oh, and you're Nigerian. So I, I assume the answer is yes. Oh yeah, no, there were tons of superstitions. Like, you know, you had things like my uh my grandma, I remember when my little brother was born, she would when he was mm-hmm. a baby, she would put like this piece of fluff on his head. And I would take it off because I'm yeah. like, Oh, what's this fluff all about? And she would yell at me because she said it was to protect from evil spirits. And I was like, Oh, bet. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I messed up, you know? What type of fluff was it? What it was, it was of, like a like, cotton it, fluff almost. and uh, But I imagine she prayed over it, and that's what kind of kept uh, my little brother safe. But it looked like a piece of fluff that I just took off her head, and I got yelled at for it. Wow. So, so there was, like, was it cotton, like, picked from a field, or was it, like, cotton that you can get from Rite Aid? Uh, I, I, like I imagine I, I, it was from Rite Aid. It wasn't <laughs> – we didn't have any cotton fields in Compton, California, unfortunately. Uh, no, I know y'all didn't have cotton fields in Compton, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, maybe she outsourced it. Yeah, yeah, outsourced like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see what you mean, yeah. Was, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, maybe she had a cousin send her something. Yeah. Like, give me my prayer, cotton. Yeah, yeah, I, I see what you mean, you know. You didn't grow up with, like, prayer rags and shit? Uh, you know, I, the only thing close to a prayer rag I can think of is how, um, my preacher at my mom's church yeah. would have like that towel, that sweat, sweat towel mm-hmm. that he would bring out when he yeah. get real into it, which would ra- remind me of when, uh, you'd go to those parties and you'd have your, yeah. your dance towel, you know, so you, <laughs> you got to, uh too sweaty with it. Yo, so you truly don't know what the prayer towel is. So there's a prayer towel that's uh, bathed in holy water. Oh. And what, you're, and what you're supposed to do is dipped in holy water. And what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to put it over things that are like like illing you, right? Like yeah. If you got a bad knee, if you got a bad headache that won't go away, like just put it on you. You know, yeah. even if it's like mental, you could like wipe your, your your face with it. Okay. Wow. So you didn't grow up with that. No, I didn't get the prayer rag. I mean, yeah, where did you grow oh, up? Because wow. I need I need the information on the prayer I, rag. I, I grew up in Philly, but okay. I grew up in Philly and uh, I li- most of my foster moms were like old Christian women, like like senior citizen. They believe in God because, you know, yeah. like it was just what they came up on there. And most of them, I feel like most Philadelphians came from the south yeah so they had like a southern uh like southern baptist beliefs and shit like that yeah like, am i supposed to shoot this person okay no they're they're on your team i don't think anyone's uh near you. oh yeah so oh, right so- now yeah you should be getting some ammo and then we're gonna we should be heading into the circle because the circle closes kind of like the movie battle royale did you ever watch the movie battle royale no but it's like Fortnite. yeah Okay, yeah. Yeah, but I grew up with, like, even right now, and I would say I'm not, I I'm, I don't know if I would be religious. Like, I don't go to church, but I still practice some some of that stuff. Like, so you're my saying wife you got, got a, a bottle of holy water. Yeah. Right? We got a bottle, and it's not even in, like, a fancy bottle. It's in, like, a Poland Spring bottle that we bought from, like, a, botan- uh, a, a Botanica. Oh, so I don't even know where it came from. I don't know who prayed over it, but... 
my lady, she flicks it on me whenever I'm in a bad mood. Oh, what? <laughs> Word? So you getting you getting flicked? Yeah. Damn. You get flicked. Okay. But it's a good flick. Yeah. She just like when when there's uh when there's like some work that needs to be done. Or my my spirit ain't right. Yeah, she'll, she'll flick me with the holy water. Yeah, I, I, you know I didn't get any flicks growing up, but definitely you know my mom's from New Orleans, so you know they definitely had that energy of like if if they would have known about the flick, I would have definitely got it a few mm-hmm. times. I think I'd still be getting Wait, the flick. Wait, so right now. so that's like double Nigeria and from New Orleans. Yes, Jesus Christ, your house would be full of shrunken heads and shit. <laughs> Well, you know, they. My mom was against that voodoo. She said she don't play with that voodoo. She don't play with that voodoo. So you know. Yo, so do you know how you would conceive? Were you like made out of love or a backseat? Like what? Was oh, it? like it's definitely out of plane? love. I feel like because um, there was, you know, my 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 dad and mom, you know, they were out here, you know, just because my mom got out here from the from Louisiana, you know, just. Mm-hmm. For just barely making it out and yeah. my dad he was uh he he got out here from nigeria so they were out here almost the same time mm. come on up here i'm up here oh yeah no i'm talking are you not talking to me yeah yeah i was i was oh. talking shit I, that's that's how i game oh no do it that's how i game when i'm good at it yeah when i'm good at it i talk shit all right now that sucks so i'm quiet knocked one all right oh nice that was the whole squad maybe Oh, unless he had a gold shield. Yo, what genre of music do you think you were conceived to? Oh man, definitely. Oh shit, somebody just tried to. Definitely some oldies. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. what got me here. I can only assume. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you you. Oh, shit, you, I'm about to die, dog. You you in? The, don't worry, you in the storm, but we gonna try and get you back. Just just keep yeah, running, I'm keep dead. running, keep running. Oh, you running the wrong way. way. Run. Oh. Yeah. How how do I know? Oh fuck! Shit. Okay. God damn. My bad, dog. It's all I didn't good. mean to play like a like a four year old. It's all look, look. A this is a this. brand new game, a fast paced <laughs> game for you, and we talk it. So I, you know, I should have I should have guided you better. But we going we gonna get you on this yeah, next one. Yeah, man. My bad. I'm very remedial when it comes to this shit. Yeah, I, it was dog. very funny because yeah, you were like you were like I don't play the shooters. I'm like oh word. Yo, so were you allowed to call your parents by their first name? Not at up? all. Nope. Nope. As a matter of fact, it is something I still have to you know. Uh, coach, you know some of these, uh, some some my 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 uh, you know uh, melanin my my melanin my melanin deficient girlfriends through, uh, you know. Wait 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 wait. Go ahead, go on about that. <laughs> what do you mean? Hey, my, my my you know you know my white girlfriends, you know they they uh-huh. you know be going by first names, and I remember um, my ex. Would, would just oh, kept doing it and I would kind of cringe every time but you know you don't want to tell nobody nothing and then my mom had to call me one time it's like hey you need to tell stop have her stop calling me by my first name and I was like oh. and I had to have that conversation where I was like hey look I need you to understand you know my mom's from the <laughs> south you don't call them by their first name and you know she she got it you know I yeah. think you know it's not too it's never. I've never had anybody buck back, which I think is a good, you yeah. know, a good uh, litmus test. If if you gonna be on bad about the respect, then you are gonna have to go. Mm-hmm. If you got beat up, were your family the type that would protect you, or would they send you back outside until you won the fight? Oh, they. I mean, they're they're a little bit of both. They would try and get me to not fight, <laughs> but definitely mm-hmm. like because my whole the whole vibe 
of my family, I feel like it was um, like, they're like, oh, you like, we kind of like are in the hood because like, that's just what the, what, you know, financially is mm-hmm. viable, but we don't want you to be a yeah. product of it. So it was very, um, the hood. Yeah. yeah. So it was very much like um, they were, they were, they would let me, let me say, I'm trying to see how I would describe this. They would let me freely, you know, do my own thing, but they did not want me fighting. They did not want me scrapping mm-hmm. and they would threaten me. So, yeah. so like what we grew up near Centennial, uh, which mm. is, uh, which, which the best way to describe it is it's the high school Kendrick Lamar went to. And that should have let you know okay. the vibe of the high school. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Did you, were you there at the same time as Kendrick? Woo! Wait, what did you just blow up? I, I knocked someone right before they got into the... Uh, right before they jumped through that portal? Yeah. And would have gotten yeah. away. Wait, so did you go to school? You went to the same school as um, Kendrick, but not at the same time. Yeah. No, my brother did. I was ah, threatened okay, with okay. that school. Before. So how did you avoid fights then? Oh. If you, if you weren't allowed to fight... And somebody was fucking with you, and then you fought. Were you disciplined? Were oh you, yeah, like, I, I would. I was getting. I would get in trouble. The the way I would avoid mm-hmm. uh, fights simply is uh, I would just be funny. Um, that was uh, okay, that's yeah. that's kind of w- was my move um, because pretty much I uh, ooh last squad. Will we win this? Mm-hmm. All right. Were you disciplined? How were you disciplined as a kid? Oh, I got, you know, I got whoopings and all that. Yeah, what they beat you with. Oh, you know, I'd get the switch. You know, that was the big thing. Uh, Oh, you had to go out. So I forgot you grew up with, like, bushes and shit. (laughs) (laughs) You got, like, Compton got a yard. Like, you got yard. Like, Philly got yards, but, like, there's very few bushes in those yards. Yeah. You know what I mean? So where was you getting these? Where were you sourcing these switches from? Oh, we, you know, them trees, you know? They had these trees. There it is. We won. Oh, man. There we go. <laughs> I, I remember trying to get the flimsy jaw, right? Yeah. Because uh, I, had, I had, like, maybe one foster mom that had the, that had the switch. Yeah. And they're not supposed to beat you. But she didn't give a fuck. She was old as shit. So she was like, look, I'm on my way out. Yeah. Anyway. So she would, like, do the switch thing and, like, take a switch to my legs. And then I got smart, and I would start getting, like, the ones that were dry and that really would like, you know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. Not, I would get tree switches mm-hmm. that didn't have no elasticity. Yeah. So they didn't bend to nothing. Yeah. Like the moment you start swinging, they'll just like start chipping away. So I was smart enough. She get like two good hits, and then that bitch breaking the smithereens. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> so wait, like you got the switch? Now were they were they like, did they beat you because you was bad, or they beat you to teach you a lesson? Like what was the oh. what was the reasons of the? Beat? Oh, that's a real good question. I'd say a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Okay. You know. All right. You 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 know so you know we'll 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 chop it up before this next match. By the way, is it telling you how many orientation mm-hmm. matches you have to do? Uh, here I'll look it up. I I don't know. Look, um, I'm not showing me. Yeah, it's all good. Don't even sweat it. This is just. Uh, just nothing, but you yeah, in practice though. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm. I, we. You frustrated? Are you like, God damn it! I want to play the real game. No, no, no. I 
Not at all. Uh, This is good for my ego. (laughs) I just kind of feel bad because I know these new kids are coming in. I was like, who is this guy who is shredding it? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So it's good. Uh, Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. So basically, yeah, I was, I was sometimes a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, because I remember one time when I was in kindergarten, I put a, Mm I, I stuck a bobby pin in an electrical socket and got shocked. And then when I told I him, did I, that yeah. Shit. And when I told my dad about it, he was yeah. about to spank me. And I was like, what? The, the, the electrical outlet already spanked me. So what, what am I getting? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, what is <laughs> he happening? He didn't follow through with the spanking? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't follow. Oh, he did follow through with it. So he did spank you. Yeah, well, he was going to. And then my grandma called me away uh, to to give mm-hmm. me some ice cream. She was like, "Oh, he was like your grandma needs you," and it was because he knew mm-hmm. that he was going to spank me. This was wild. Yeah. All right, that's a smart nana. She was like, "Don't spank that boy. He's shooken up." Yeah. How'd you feel when you got electrocuted? When I got electrocuted, it felt like I was being vibrated really, really fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wait. Wow. What happened? I see you looking at something. Yeah, I think it didn't count you getting first place in that because you died, but we're going to keep you alive. Um, How the fuck are you first place? Because technically, in a normal game, even if you die and you yeah. get first place, you still get first place, you know, as long as you don't leave. But um, but uh, I think because it's trying to teach you the game. So we're playing against bots. Yeah. So, so yeah, just follow me. Oh, okay. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Just follow Shit. me and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna smash through. I got you. Nothing okay. will happen to you. But yeah, um, sorry to, to stay on the subject. You know, it was very much that that parental, uh, like, like, you know, my dad's Nigerian. So, like, I remember his mm-hmm. big threat to me was, like, if you don't do have good grades in school, then you're going to go, um, I'm going to send you to a board school in Nigeria where they spank you when you get the wrong answers. I'm like, how's that helping me learn? <laughs> Especially like in <laughs> retrospect, I'm glad it didn't happen because I have ADHD. Like that, like I would have been yep. cooked. They would have had me. Yo, yo, but I, 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 I've met some kids where the ADD was beat out of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my lady, she took ADD and all that shit. Like my lady, she told me a story about her brother. She said her brother was dyslexic, and her mom spanked the shit out of him. To the point where he's a principal now. Like he's not dyslexic anymore. Wow. <laughs> he's teaching other kids. Wow. So maybe your dad was on to something. Maybe your dad maybe. should've Yeah. Look, it's I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yo, so did you as a kid, did you find yourself taking on adult responsibilities? Like shutting down the house at night, cooking and cleaning and taking care of other siblings? Oh, definitely. You know, I was the second oldest, uh, but, you know, technically, mm-hmm. but like barely the second oldest. I feel like me and my stepsister were tied because my dad remarried and I had a mm-hmm. stepsister. And we were the same age, but I was just a couple months older than yeah. her. Um, but, you know, there were things like, um, uh, like we would have Thursday nights we would cook for our parents because they wanted us to mm. learn how to, you know, cook. And I, and I remember, yeah. I, I don't, you know, you know, your memory as a kid is, is way, I feel like, you know, now that I'm a parent, I I'm like, this is how mm. you would get misconstrued information. Because if you let me tell it, 
I felt like yeah. in first grade, I was already ironing my clothes for school. But now I have a yeah. first grade daughter. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> she does not have the skills to make this happen. I, th there's just no way. Whereas, um, you know, uh, sorry, someone's near. All right. How do you know? I hear their footsteps. So oh, how do I get this damn vest thing? Ooh. Uh, just pick it up. The Echo Shield, the Evo Shield. Yeah, is it's it not letting me? Pick is it, it up. white? Yeah, that, that's why because you already have a white one. So you start with a white Evo oh, okay. Shield. Okay. Oh, that makes so much sense. So, so you had to cook for your parents. Yeah. At what age was this? Oh man, this was uh at a pretty young age. Uh. They, they like I was cooking Let's for my see. parents. Ooh. Oh yeah, good stuff. Here, go in front of them and then you can do an execute. Okay. Oh, he dead now. That nigga dead. All right, we can get inside because they shooting at us. Um. Wow, wait, I gotta watch this finisher. That was kind of cool. Yeah, there you go. All right, look at that. Good boy. Okay, so we'll come over here. So how old were you again when you had to cook for them? Oh, we this was when we were kind of like in middle school. We were definitely at an age where it made sense for us to be cooking mm. for our parents. But, you know, that one, it made a lot of sense because it was just like they were trying to give us, you know, some training so that we knew, um, yeah. like, what to do. Here, come over here. See me? Okay. I'm going in this door. Uh, you know, they. so I actually really... I'm glad they were hard on me in that way. Just meeting so many people mm -hmm. without that kind of <laughs> training. You just meet so many folks. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, okay. You don't know how to do nothing, huh? Um, they don't. Yeah. And it, and it was, you know, just my, my parents just being like, this is what we think you need to be, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. a, a work, a, a human being uh, who, who can handle their shit. And I here, you can pick that up. Um Where you at? Hello. Ooh. Thank you. Look yeah, of course. Alright. Let me see. Okay, you got a light mag. Here, let me get this. Come over here. You know where I'm at? I said I just put on the extendo. Yeah, here you go. go ahead. Boom. Then you can pick that up right here. All right, and then we'll go through this portal. So, you know, yeah, they, you know, they were they're real big on that, but I feel like they still were like a little hard on us. I feel like we could have mm -hmm. got, you know, fly this way. But you're successful, so do you really think it was hard? I know. Are you traumatized true. by it? That's no, true. I'm not downplaying your. I don't want to downplay your. your but no, you make a good point. It's like, hey, I. It seems like it paid off. You know, it seems like. Yeah, you're in a. You're successful in a very competitive, tough business. That. Oh shit. Yeah, there it is. You're in a tough business. That is it. That uh, it has a high rejection rate and a high mortality rate. A lot of people fucking. Yeah. Kill themselves in this business if they're not mentally strong. Yeah. And you don't feel like your parents put you through that shit well but it like worked out for the yeah best. i think there's an element to where you know they've they told me to just believe in myself 
And I think that's definitely mm-hmm. true. And I think, uh, yeah. I, I think that just the older generation, there is just no softness. And I think it's just because we yeah. for so long just couldn't afford to be soft. And by we, I mean, black people, you know, like, yeah. you know, you, you yes. just had so much stacked against us so much. And, you know, we still do, but, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I think it is like time to at least have some softness in the household and, mm-hmm. and, and, and you, you can both simultaneously have this softness and prepare them, which is what I try and do for my daughter, where it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm there, but I'm also going, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm also going to be like, that's the world that we're in is going to be tough. Mm-hmm. And they're going to look at you some type of way just because of the color of your skin, you know? Yeah. All right. Your parents prepared you for racism? Oh, definitely. Like, how did they... Yeah. How was your, how'd your parents prepare you for racism? I got prepared for racism by... They were like, like, if I did something fucked up or yeah. did something childish that my, uh, my guardian thought was embarrassing or whatever, yeah. and there was white people present, they'd be like, look at you, embarrassing us. And they'd pinch me hard or some shit. They'd be like, look at him. Yeah, yeah. You said, you know what the white people think of you? And I'm like, I didn't know. I didn't even know they were different from yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely didn't yeah. get that, but it was definitely, you know, uh, <laughs> like I, I just would get angry quicker, like pretty quick. And my dad was always mm-hmm. like, you got to be careful because, you know, that can be used against you. And I was just like, what do you mean? What do you mm. mean? And then smash cut to now where you got a phone call away. Where yo you you dealing yeah. with all these cops because you know uh, a white woman wants to be you know triggered because you wanted to stand her ground and not want to let her take advantage yeah. of you you know mm-hmm. it's very yes. wild mm-hmm. yeah so you know it is uh there there were there were like you know st- steps along the way I think they prepared me they kept me at it so um. Just to kind of piggyback off of that stuff, mm-hmm. like were your family like did they allow you to like have freedom of expression, or did you have to stay in a child's place? Uh, you know, definitely stay in a child's place. You know, I definitely couldn't just uh, pop off at the mouth. You know, but they're definitely as far as freedom of expression. You know, I feel like there were elements of my expression that was, uh, you know, accepted, like when I would do Mm -hmm. art and things like that. But my dad wouldn't let me become an artist, if that makes sense. Because, you know, he was like, that don't, that don't make, that don't pay the bills. And, you know, that what pays the bills is being like a, a, a doctor or a lawyer. So, you know, it was very much that kind of mindset, which is, which makes sense now that I think about it. Cause it's like, you know, um, as a pussy, as I a, get him? Nope. Ah, oh, damn. You got uh, freedom of expression because you know. Oh, I'm executing. Oh, the, wait! You shot me out of the yeah, execution. No, no, no. She, oh, that's happened. the teammate right next to you. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, I thought that was you. Yeah, no, that was. No, but I was way better at this one. Yeah, yeah, this Two one you lasted. Wait. Zero kills. Okay, get the fuck out of here. You know it's Zero all good. Zero kills. All them niggas I shot. 
Yeah. All them people I shot. You had to make Not sure a they single were one dead. died yeah. from my bullet. Yeah, you ain't you ain't have any it. deaths. <laughs> but yeah, oh, no, man. You, I thought I was shooting people. You know, I, I it was funny because you know, speaking of you know being an artist and you know your parents mm-hmm. embracing that, I think there's an element. You know, I used to resent where I was like, oh, I wasn't able to be me, et cetera, et cetera. And then you kind of mm-hmm. learn that it was more so like your parents just want to be able to help you. Your parents just want to be able to guide you. And once you step into a realm that they can't help or guide mm-hmm. you in, that's scary yeah. for them because they're like, I don't know what mm-hmm. it takes to be a successful artist. I don't know the success rate of being an actor. All I hear are horror stories of, of people who yeah. tried it and they're starving artists now. So, you know, they, it is less about them not believing in you and more about them trying to give you the path that they know they can guide you to success. And so, yeah, you know, the least resistance. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I was, um, I was real deep into it. I would do these, um, I would do these whole, like, uh, um, like, drawings i was part of a mm-hmm. i was a part of this like site called uh, uh polycarbon bbs and what we would do is you would draw you would draw stuff and you would mm-hmm. you would scan it and then and upload it and you would write a character and they would write mm-hmm. a character and then you would have it was called a fight club and you would be able yeah. to um pair it up with artists and you would draw a comic about your characters fighting and everyone would take turns doing a page. And like, I think back mm. on that, I was like, man, that was really tight. You know, like the more I think about yeah, it, like, that that's sounds dope. but, but like my dad was like, you're just doing these doodles, not focusing on schoolwork. You wasting time, mm. this, that, and the third. And it is like, you know, wild to, uh, to think that, yeah what 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 i mean in the end i'm still an artist and i and that is what led me to my you know philosophy in the end which is that if you are an artist no matter what obstacles come your way you will create art and that doesn't necessarily mean that your career will be in art but you know you might pick it up again as a hobby or you will find ways to create art in what you're doing it's all you know it it all just kind of is inevitable because that is what your life's purpose is, you know? Mm. Yo, I, I definitely get that. And you, you, did you discover this as a child? What age were you when you came to this conclusion about? Oh, this was when I was much older and I, you know, mm. and I just went through all the motions because, you know, I started actively pursuing comedy and things uh, mm. right when I was like 23, 24. Which is funny thinking yeah. back, you know, that's like almost uh, 10 years ago. And I mm-hmm. just felt like I had such a late start. I was like in my head yeah. about it. And I was like, if only I could have like been coming at it from 18 and like how much farther, mm-hmm. especially because like, you know, uh, every year Comedy Central finds their like favorite new hyper young comic yeah. who who they're gonna like mm-hmm. promote and you're like damn this kid has so much time because they're already mm-hmm. off to the start at such a young age and, the, and you just do that you know com- like they say comparison is the thief of joy but you start doing that yeah. and i and it would lead me to resent you know all the kind of like opposition that i had until i kind of uh 
you know, kind of understood where they were coming from. And I think it also helped, you know, having my own kid and kind of like understanding, you know, what it, what it's like to be a parent, because there's the element where there's your basic needs, right. Where it's, I'm going to give them everything they need to, um, I'm gonna give them everything they need to survive food, water, a house over their head. But then there is the, the, the like philosophical journey of a parent where it's like, Hey, I'm going to make sure you can succeed in life. I'm gonna make sure you have all the tools to, to comfortably be who you want to be. I'm going, you know, it's just all these extra kind of pieces of, of, of parenting that, you know, not everybody gets too, you know, is mm-hmm. that, yeah. that's the, that's the cold part about it is yeah. Not everybody kind of gets that, that, yeah. that, that full no, yeah. I think I'm on that end, but as I'm listening, I'm like, wow, I would like to be that for, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if I ever had a kid, yeah. that sounds like something that's very important. Like learning, like, like finding out what success is, and then teaching that kid on how to obtain that. Yes. It seems very, very important. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how did you even convince your parents to allow you to do comedy full time? Like when when did you get to the point where they you had their full support? Oh, I you know, there was no convincing. I just did it. You know, and then and that's like uh, it was a it came to a head when I started um doing mm-hmm. Um, these uh, like UCB and then it was wild. Now that I think about it, it was so wild because I was auditioning for stuff and I would call out. So I had a nine to five, I was working for the County and I would call in sick Mm -hmm. for an audition, you know, because you know, they would have, when you have a full-time job, there isn't a flexibility to be like, I'm going to be, I'm going to pop out and I'm going to pop back in. So you either had to be like, I'm sick and I'm not coming in or miss that audition. Mm -hmm. And I was so yeah. interested in getting after it that I was, you know, I was just calling in, uh, I was just calling in sick and going in auditions, not really booking anything. And, and yeah. I called in sick so much that I no longer had sick time, but I was still calling yeah. in sick for these auditions. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing, you know, no uh, time off with no pay, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, punishment, yeah. you know, like when you have yeah, sick time and that's half your income. Now. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you know when you're when you're when you're calling out sick and you have sick time, they can't say anything about it. That's you know you can take as much sick time as you want if you have the time for it. But the time off with no pay, yeah. now you're just going against that. And so I ended up getting suspended. And I remember when I got suspended, I was like, "Oh, nice! I'm gonna be able to audition nonstop freely because I'm gonna have mm-hmm. a whole week off." And I, of course, I got no auditions that week. But then eventually, you know, I'm, I just I finished my first year at UCB. And I got this role where they wanted me to uh, shoot it in De- uh, Joshua Tree. And this was after I got suspended. Mm-hmm. So I knew I was going to spend a week in New York for Del Close Marathon. And then I knew I was also going to need a week in the desert. So I was like, there's no way I'm going to have this time off. I can't take this time off. I'm already suspended. So I had to quit. I quit. And I was like, I'm going to mm-hmm. quit. And I remember, too, like when I was telling, because one of the um, – it was like it was actually way before this specifically, but I was going to school at the time too, and so I was doing the night shift. And sometimes, you know, class and traffic would 
make me get there late. She was like, why are you coming in late? I was like, because I'm going to school. Like I'm trying to go to school. And she was like, mm-hmm. well, maybe you need to get a part-time job and do it that way. And I was so offended and pissed, but she, but mm-hmm. she was right. And that's exactly what yeah. I did is I quit and I got like a part-time job. And to be honest, I was like, there were times where I was broker than I've ever been before at that point in my life. And I was still yeah. happier than I've ever been simply because yeah. I would knew I was going after what I, what I wanted to do, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, so that's, that's, that's all you really kind of need to know about that. Like I was broken than I ever been, but I was happy yeah. because I was like, I'm going after I'm serving my purpose. And so, but like that, when I told my dad, I was quitting to do that. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, he was livid. He was so pissed. Yeah. He was like, yeah, he was, it was bad. But if you want to, if to answer your question, when they start to accept it is when you start making money, <laughs> the moment I start, mm-hmm. uh, and honestly, if it, this is what, this is part of what helped me understand what was going on because mm-hmm. my dad, he, um, when I started booking commercials every Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. he would like try ask me to put it on the TV to show all his like Nigerian friends. And I was like, Oh, Mm -hmm. Nigerian parents just want something to brag about. And they don't know if they'll be able to brag about some acting stuff. (laughs) And the moment I gave him something to brag about, it was, it was over, you know, and it's, it truly is, you know, it, it truly is wild how like, you know, like I had an, one of my uncles, I'll never forget this because it was like so goofy to me. He was kind of trying to like talk smack because, you know, I, mm-hmm. I like left, um, I left uh, my, my full-time job to do this. And he was like, oh, you left your full-time job to do this and kind of cracking jokes. But at the time I was right for at midnight. I was like, oh yeah. I, I was mm-hmm. like, and I, I was like, and I make what I make, uh, what I made in a month and a week. And then he yeah. just, closed his and mouth he, say? he was just silent i was like yeah, yeah. and that's why i was like yeah why you don't even know what you're talking about you're you're, you're saying it yeah. like at the time i was a tv writer and you're trying to crack mm-hmm. jokes because i didn't have a county you know desk job because to you that was like mm-hmm. that's that was what it you know that was the success and and, mm-hmm. and that's just like you know if anyone listening to this has you know, is, is kind of just scratching their head because they have immigrant parents and they just, you feel like they just don't get it. Just know that's what you're up against. Like they don't have yeah. a clue, you know, they don't, and it's not mm-hmm. their fault, you know, especially like you also have to remember that Hollywood works different here than it did for, you know, our parents. Than it did back in the day. Yeah. yeah hell yeah. There was one place. There was, there was one shot. Yeah. There was one person, you know what I mean. The the, the lane was very small. Now yeah. the lane is wide open. So so, so yeah. So I'm not even pressed about it because I'm not like wrong. yeah yeah because I'm like yeah no the I get it and let it be and let it be like you know an immigrant parent that's even worse because they're like they had no version of this you know you're 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 bringing something mm-hmm. completely brand new to them so yeah it, it is uh, yeah. It is understandable. See, I lucked out. Like, even though I didn't grow up with my mom or my biological family, I lucked out when it came to doing this because 
they they had no say so and they knew it. Like my mom never since I didn't live with my mom and stuff like that. Yeah. She didn't raise me. She she didn't have a, a say so. I already had her full support. She just was like, whatever you need to do, whatever makes you happy, do it. She was just happy that I wasn't like fucking just wasting away my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and the moment I got a the moment I started getting on stage and like she would like I think she would hear about people uh, hear about shows that I would do in Philly because I'm originally from yeah. Philly. So she would hear about shows and she like was you on this show? I was around, around my life. Yeah, I heard about that. They said they saw you on the flyer, <laughs> and it wasn't that they said I was funny. But yeah, she was just she was just happy to see that. I was doing something and not only was I doing something that I wanted to do, but I was actually like making strides. You know what I mean? So yeah. I always had like my family had that respect for me where they're like, look, we can't, we, we had nothing to do with this upbringing. So we can't really yeah. shun away whatever he chooses to do. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Did you grow up in a touchy feely family? Like where they like lovey dovey? Did they, Grab it, did your mom and dad grab each other's ass cheeks? Like when they like maybe and you can split it up. I know it's a weird question because No, no, it's it's definitely not weird. It's it, you know, it, what's oh, funny okay. about it is very it's very normal and I can answer this. I mean, yeah, I don't have much memory of my dad and mom being too lovey dovey because I was like, you know, mm-hmm. just a little bit. But you know, um yeah. Let's follow this guy. So the guy with the blue dot, let's just right, chase after him. Um, but like okay. my stepmom and my dad, they were like, you know, on the whole, you know, Morticia and um, and um, oh, Gomez. Gomez Adams yeah, type beat yeah. where and, 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 it, and like, it, you know, that is good to see, you know, because you're like, yeah, you're kind of um, seeing just a. Yeah. Yeah. OK. But how'd y'all do that? Okay. I'm being honest. I thought y'all was fucking yeah. with me. I was like, why are we following these people? Yeah, just the, they can't get up this yeah, wall. Yeah, just hold jump. Just keep holding it. And you'll hold keep jump. climbing up. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, you know, so so I and that and like, you know, my mom, you know, very much same thing. Love, hugging, all that. And uh and yeah because of that I am the same way and it is funny when you meet people who are not like that because mm-hmm. it's like okay you know cool because yeah. it is funny because you know everyone would, would try and diss you would be like oh you weren't hugged enough as a child I was like no you weren't because you think it's weird yeah <laughs> you think it's weird I want a goddamn hug yeah I wasn't hugged enough and I want one I'm like give me a goddamn hug I go overboard with my lady I fucking grab butt cheeks oh yeah no me too yeah Yo, what's the most embarrassing thing that your family has done to you in public? Oh, man. Well, you know, um, my, my mom and aunts are pretty loud. And mm-hmm. when they sit front row at my shows, they, you know, they, they talk as if they're not at a show. <laughs> you know, like they, you know, luckily yeah. for stand up, they don't because I feel like stand up is so clear that you're not supposed to. Um, yeah. But, um, Whenever it is, whenever it's like an improv show, like I would do sketch. I remember one time I was doing this mm-hmm. sketch show at UCB and I was wearing these dress pants and they were pretty tight. 
I'm, I'm, I will admit they were pretty tight because those were just the uh, the ones I had. You know, with Sketch, you just mm-hmm. use what you have. You know, I'm not going to the whole yeah. J.C. Penny and buying a new one. And when I walked out on stage, my mom just go, "Oh, you know them pants are too tight." And I was like, <laughs> "Why are you? Why did you ah, say did that?" Get a laugh, though. Oh, oh yeah, you know, you know it did. And I'm like, "Okay, you had a show." You had a show. You don't gotta just <laughs> just be talking. Yeah. Damn. Oh, all right. See, I th- your parents loved you then. That, <laughs> my mom used to embarrass me. Like, so I would see my mom on the weekend, whatever, right? Like, uh, yeah. like maybe like a couple times a month, I would go. We would meet up when I was a kid. Um, we would, I would meet up with her and some visits were supervised. Some visits weren't supervised. Yeah. So what my mom would do was like, um, you know, like I'm, on, I'm her only boy and there, there's still that, like, even though I wasn't raised by my mom, like you can still sometimes feel the, you can, you can tell like, oh, the boy gets the most love from the mom. Yeah. Like, I was her favorite just because of my gender. Yeah. So what she would do is she would do things like when I was younger, if I was, like, sitting down and, like, I looked at a girl, she'd be like, oh, you like her? Like, she would say shit like yeah. that. Like, you like her? My son like you. And it'd be a girl. And it could be a woman that's, like, it's not even a girl. It can be, like, let's say a I'm grown woman. A, a grown woman's ass. And she'd be like, you like that? You like all that ass? My son was looking at your ass. And then the lady sometimes would, like, like, oh, look at him. He's like, he handsome. Or something like that. And you're like, what the fuck? I thought that was embarrassing as a kid that my mom was just putting me on the spot. But I guess in like, like now looking to where I'm in, where I'm at in life, I'm like, I'm very fine with like public interactions and all that shit. Like I'm fine in the spotlight because my mom was constantly doing that. Like if there was dancing happening, like we can be walking down the street. And if we passed a um a fucking black party and there was a bunch of kids out there dancing, she would push me into the circle. Like I have to join the dancing competition. <laughs> so I have to. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, I am on the wrong goddamn side. Who's the funniest person in your family? And you can't say yourself. Because <laughs> you know I was going to say me. Um, <laughs> I would have to say it. Oh, man. It has to be one of my aunties. You know, my Titi Desi is a fool. Um, because uh, she cracks me up nonstop. Oh, that's a real player. That is a real player. That is not Yo, a... Oh, this motherfucker shooting you from the sky, Oh, and dog. I got their asses, though. Eat shit. How? I'm looking because I'm that, like, Those bombs that dropped, those were me. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. How do I fly across? There's no flying across? Oh, uh, shit. We gotta I just got to scale the up. building. Is that how that works? Is that yeah. how that works? Oh, shit. I'm trying to... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. These niggas trying to get me. All right. They're trying to get me. Where they at? Where they at? Where y'all hold is that? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Who the fuck are these players? 
Wait, where am I gonna? Ah, oh, damn it, they got me. That's the one. I thought I, I. Oh no, I got a knockdown shield. Hold on, maybe I can crawl somewhere. No, let's go. Oh shit. Oh, damn, they got me. Damn, they they got me. I don't know how it went zero to sixty on that because it was, and those yeah. those are what's called Smurfs. So the Smurf is. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that term in gaming yet? No. So Smurfs no. are like in competitive games. Obviously, mm-hmm. if I was playing in the 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 ranked games with you, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to play right now because um because you're not in the rank. So we wouldn't be able to play together. So what people will do is they'll create new accounts and then, Mm. uh, and level those up to play with their lower ranked players. So Mm. they have to play the orientation too. And the way that those Mm. players were playing, you were, uh, you, you would believe, um, that, 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 yeah, no, they were, they were, (laughs) those were high level players. Cause I was sweating. I was like, it was fucking me up. Um, I was saying, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like they was, they was giving me that business. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you got to do a live version of this on Twitch so people can see the action. Yeah. No. So what, oh, what we're doing right now. Yeah. So yeah, I'm recording the action and then I'm going to just upload it on YouTube, but I definitely want to, I definitely want to, um, do a Twitch version of this. I just don't know really when the Twitch and then it's also like working around other comic schedules. Yeah. But I think I may just switch this out as I'm doing it and then take the recap yeah. and put it out. That'd be that'd be dope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yo, I got like two more questions and yeah. I'll let you go, man. Of course. No. But right now, your family, your fa- you are not public property. Like your family <laughs> loves you. Even though you grew up <laughs> in a in a in a split family. Yeah. And your mom and dad weren't together. Like they, they made it work. Oh yeah, they definitely did. You know, and and it it's funny because you know you're talking about you know things that you want to pass on to your kids, and I'm real corny about mm-hmm. being a parent because I have a kid and I think it's fun. But I think what the cool yeah. thing is is I think a lot of people would be caught up. You know, you hear a lot of people who's like, oh, I don't want to be a parent because my parent this, my. And I mean, I feel like I don't know if we hear people say it, but it is a storyline on TV shows a lot. But I think at yeah. the end of the day. The the one thing you about parenting that's fun is you one you kind of like learn a lot about where your parents were coming from at least uh, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. also there's there's an element too where you know I think you think like oh my parents did this so I'm gonna do that but you really just mm-hmm. get to borrow the things you liked that your parents did and yeah. toss away the things you did. So like there are so many okay. things I I borrow from my parents and there's so many things that I know I am not going to do. And it's nothing mm-hmm. that you know it's not all things that I like and mad about it's just like oh no I just don't want to have that type of energy, you know? Mhm. No, that makes sense. All right. So, if your family was a sitcom, what network would they be on? Ooh. I mean, I feel like they would be. Uh, what was everybody hates Chris on? Because that—that's that was UPN. Yeah, UPN. It right? would be yeah, yeah. It would be a UPN 
very black show because you got all the elements right you like you got every mm-hmm. level of blackness you got southern blacks on my mom's side you got um mm-hmm. you know you got the the nigerians the african blacks and then you know even with my stepmom you know they were from arkansas so you know just different regional mm-hmm. levels you get you get to dip all around the diaspora so that that yeah. is definitely uh that's my pick that's what i believe yeah, UP, that's funny that UPN is the blackest network. Oh, yeah. And, and BET exists. Yeah, I know. You're like, nah, let me put it on the blackest yeah. network. Yeah, because, you yeah. know, you know. <laughs> what was something that your family did that you didn't realize was nuts until you told someone else? Like something you thought was normal, and then when you expressed it to a friend or you just told a friend, it was like, wait, what the fuck? Oh, man. Oh, that's so good. That's a good one. I'm trying to think of what. Um, something that they've done that, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. I think. So. Was, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was going to break the ice. Like, just yeah, in case yeah. you yeah. had a difficult time thinking of something, I was going to give him an example. Yeah, what's it? Yeah. Hit me, life, hit me with, a, hit me with an example. What you got? Now, now I'm going to hear yours now. <laughs> All right. Um, so my mom, I didn't know, like, my mom plays around a lot. And I didn't know that when I was a kid, she would say certain shit, and I didn't know she was playing. I didn't know she would just say shit for the sake of saying shit. Because she's an adult, and you're a child, and you believe whatever the fuck comes out of an adult's mouth. Yeah, of course. Mouth. So my mom would say things like, I remember one time my mom, I say this on stage so she won't be embarrassed. My mom told me and my sister that she had AIDS so we wouldn't eat after her. Like, we were greedy. We would, like, eat her shit, right? We were, like, always trying to take bites of her food. And I guess one day she was just tired of it, and she was like, and she said it in, like, a thing, like, hey. she was like, I got AIDS or something like that. Yeah. And we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? Like, and for years past where we treated our mom normally, but that was always in the back of our heads. Yeah. I remember hitting my sister up like well into my like 20s and being like, yo, you think mom really got AIDS? Because like, it's been a while. Like, <laughs> we've never went to a hospital visit. And she was like, She's like, yeah, I wonder what the fuck. So we asked her. She was like, AIDS? No, I got no fucking AIDS. That's was so like, Why'd you tell us that? She was like, because y'all was greedy as shit. That's so, so funny. That was, and when I told somebody that, like I told somebody that, and like, oh, my mom plays around too much. She just says shit. And it was like, no, nah, that's excessive. That's nuts. <laughs> like a mom ain't supposed to say that to a kid. Like cooties is the cutoff. Yeah. Like you tell your kid you got cooties, but not full blown AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Oh man. Yeah. No. Um. I think. I think my dad. You know, it was. I knew it was. It was not real, so it wasn't as deep as the AIDS yeah. stuff. But my dad would. Yeah. Um, tell these stories about what he was like, yeah, when I was, before I had y'all, I was in Hollywood. He would just tell these stories about these Hollywood parties that he would be at with like Michael uh-huh. Jackson and stuff and all. And I feel like there was like a, a, a while where I like believed that. And then eventually I was like, no, there's no way that can exist. But you know, that was, <laughs> that was the lies my dad told was like these fake Hollywood parties and how you would hang out with all these people. 
which I always chalked up to uh, just his traditional African folklore tendencies. Yeah. Damn. I wonder, but were some of them believable? Like, did he have one that you like, yo, that that gotta be true. No. Like, it's too spot on. No, no, none of them were because it's it's no. it's just like, he just, you know, my my dad just wasn't cool enough, in my opinion, to where I believe he was <laughs> kicking it with anybody cool. Wait, so I didn't grow up with a dad, but I would assume that if you grew up with a dad, you would think your dad was cool and you're like, nah, he, not him. Yeah, yeah. As a kid, you didn't grow up thinking that was cool. What What did he do? Did he have penny loafers? Well, like what's uncool about your dad? I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's truly like nothing really. I think it was the thing that, okay. you know, dumb immigrant kids have to deal with where like your dad is just different. <laughs> you know, your dad did yeah. things different. <laughs> you know, like my dad would actually, this might fall under the same category. My dad, you know, we, when the music he would listen to that he would have bumping in the car mm -hmm. was the monk chant music, the Gregorian monks. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and he yeah. would just be like, that's what he was listening to. Uh, so Dog, I don't have, I don't know what the fuck that sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I gotta bring that up. Oh yeah, can you look? Look up you monk chant. I have to look up. Okay, monk chant monk. album. Wait, are you gonna share your screen? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Or? Look, I'll share it with you so you can see. Boom. Yeah. Okay. I think you can play it too. I gotta yeah. hear that shit. Let's see, uh, monk chant album. Boom. So here it is, and this is what monk the cover looked like album. too. This is this is okay. exactly I was looking at this cover. Hold on. I'm I'm not trying to have it open up. I'm just trying to like this was what the cover looked like right here. Open. Yeah. Let me let me see. Um let's see. But I'm gonna I'm bump it for you. Let me see. Let me tell me no, if you can hear it. I gotta this. hear this shit. Tell me if you can hear I this. I grew up listening to gospel and R and B and you got to hear monk chants? Yes. Hold on. I had to hear fucking all this old school music. This is fun. Yeah. I love that. That's all you got to do is chant. Yeah. Benedictine monks of Santo Domingo. Here it is. I'm a little... Let me know if you hear this. I hear it. Yeah. This is. No, there's no instruments? No. This is what we were. This is what we were bumping. <laughs> Around Compton, driving through Compton, California. Yo, I'm waiting for like instruments to come in. No, it... that's it. I'm skipping around too. I'm skipping Yo. around. This is in Compton, Yo. California. Yo, so when you said monk chants. I thought it was like a band, like the Funkadelics. No, no. Or some shit. No, I it is it was these monks band, that but... you see in this Windows screensaver in the in Yo. the robes. How'd your dad, how'd your parents expect you not to fight, but also had you driving around like this? I'm gonna let you know when it stopped. It was when my dad remarried and my my my, my stepbrother and sister were in the car one time and my dad was went inside and we were sitting in the car and my brother's like, put on some music. Yeah. And I popped this joint on yeah. and they were like, What 
the fuck? <laughs> you know, they 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 killed that. They're like, put on the radio. Why did you put this on? Put this on. I was ready to fucking vibe out to 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 this. Yeah, yeah. It's just monks chanting. No music. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I can create a dope beat to this. Like you can beatbox to the mon- the monks chanting. Yeah, I mean, also these Yo. comments on this video is nuts. These Gregorian chants praising see. the Lord and yearning for him are so beautiful and uplifting by Elizabeth Pearson yeah. a year ago. A year ago. <laughs> she came to YouTube and started bumping monk chant. A year Yo, ago. But when was this when was this uploaded? Yo, this was uploaded six years ago. So monks been chanting. So a, it got four hundred and sixteen thousand <laughs> views. So anytime you get under that on a YouTube video, just know mm-hmm. the monks chanting. <laughs> Got more hits. <laughs> Got more hits. Damn. <laughs> Yo, so you should have brought this up as the most bar- embarrassing thing yeah. that dad has ever done. <laughs> to ride around bumping this is embarrassing, dog. I used to have a I used to have a foster mom named Miss Pearl, and she had a ringy dink car, and her horn. When she pushed it, it was like, <laughs> and like one time she honked at some kids crossing the street. And when they turned, I realized I knew them. Oh, no. They looked at me like, the fuck is that? Oh, they no. They didn't even move out of the way. They just stared at the car like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it sounded like a baby deer throwing oh, up. Oh, no. Like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yo. Yo, I had a good time, man. Hopefully you had a good time. Oh, I had a blast. Even though you're not public property, I loved hearing about the story. And I hope anybody listening to your story will, like, take bits and pieces and apply it to their life, man. Hell like, yeah. you're, you're, you seem very well balanced and your family did right. You're not public property. All right. So, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all good, you know, <laughs> as long as I still yeah. get to be friends so. with you. <laughs> Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. I need some normal friends around. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to trauma bond with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Some people I need to be like, nah, it, it wasn't that bad for me. Yeah, yeah. They was like, they was but, like, I'm um, straight. Yo, tell the people where they can find you. All right. You can find me at Ify Wadi Way on Twitter and Instagram. And if you follow me on any of those spots, you'll know when I'm doing shows and what I'm up to. So yeah, keep let's keep let's keep the good times rolling. Pull up. Wow.